0: Log Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, friends. Today in the sky, we have a moon that is in the astrological sign of Gemini, which means it's perfect for communication, which makes it a really extra special time that I'm here with you on Magic Universe. And um, where I am, spring has sprung, the flowers are blooming, the birds are chirping, and The sun has entered the astrological sign of Aries. And I want to wish Happy Ostara or Spring Equinox to those who celebrate. Okay, welcome one and all. It's another episode of Magic Universe with Sharona. And I'm so happy that you are joining me here today. This little radio show is all about awakening and embracing your interpersonal power, and self-confidence, as well as shining your light and creating magic and miracles in every area of your life. You know, you can simply do that with a little bit of help from your angels, your ancestors, spirit guides, maybe even tuning into yourself in a past incarnation. But most importantly, working together with the divine and loving conscious energy Of the magic universe that we're each a part of so are you ready to live your magic are you ready to be who you really are then you're going to want to join me during this hour where i invite you to step into your power and awaken your true magic so uh why don't you grab yourself a cup of tea and settle in because i know this is going to be a fun and magical hour I am Sharona, and I am your radio host of Magic Universe, right here on the Psychic Talk Radio Network. Tell you a little bit about myself. I am a tarot uh, master reader, teacher, and scholar. I'm also an angel Reiki master and a spiritual life coach and business coach. And I also am a teacher of the magical and intuitive arts. You see, I love, love, love using such tools as tarot, astrology, numerology, and much, much more to help me and my dear friends manifest the life of our dreams. You see, I'm following my dreams. Besides uh, this radio show and my teaching and coaching, I am also an artist and designer and author and the creator of the Boho Pixie Tarot and the author of its companion guidebook, The Little White Dog. That's where I share my revolutionary system for reading tarot, where I'll have you interpreting tarot faster than you can say pixie. That's so you become tarot fluent and you learn to speak the language of tarot. And you do that simply by combining numerology and tarot together and following your own little white dog. So, okay, any of you metaphysical deck and publishers out there, if you're looking for a new creator, don't forget to look me up. And I'm coming to you today live from the Big Apple, better known as New York City, where today it is a beautiful sunny day. Now, Magic Universe is a live call in radio show. And just want to let you know that here we talk about angels, tarot, energy healing, astrology, synchronicity, but mostly about how to embrace your own personal magic, how to raise your energy so that you have good, good, good high vibrations. And that is so that you can create, generate, and attract more love and magic into your life. Now, I also love introducing you to great people in our tarot and metaphysical community. And today, we have a special returning guest, Dr. Heather Hardison. And after I finish with the interview with Dr. Hardison, I will be doing some uh, tarot readings too today. So if you want to call in, be sure to get in line, okay? and uh call in and you can ask for a mini reading an angel message or just a little bit of angel reiki or just to say hello and that phone number is 714-816-4628 now that's just to listen if you want me to take your call remember to push the number one on your phone keypad why? Because that'll let me know that you want me to take your call, okay? And I do take calls in the order that they are received, so please don't hang up or you will lose your spot in line. Now, you can also join us in our chat room, okay? To go to the chat room, if you're not already there, you want to go to the tarotgill.com forward slash chat and you're going to enjoy going in there because you, um, you'll you meet a lot of um, wonderful people in there and I want to let you know that the Tarot is one of the sponsors of this show and they are just fabulous folks and when you go in there, you see that there's a lot of wonderful workshops that we all do there. And of course, you know, another one of our sponsors is Psychic Talk Radio Network, which is the one and only radio network with Spirit and Psychic U. And uh, you want to check that out. So if you're, don't, if you're not already in there, go into Psychic Talk Net, and you'll learn more about our upcoming radio shows, our hosts, and also about some of the wonderful online courses that we do offer at Psychic U. And while you're there, you might want to check out my course, which is the Certified Angel Reiki Practitioner Course, which is the only online course where you get certified both as a Soy Reiki Master and an Angel Reiki Master. And remember, when I'm not here on the airwaves, you can always reach me at Sharona at Psychic And the other sponsor of our show is the IAAP, which is the International Association of Angel Practitioners. And that is the very first worldwide organization that was formed to educate, celebrate, and support spiritual practitioners and entrepreneurs around the world. So do check them out at www.angelpractitioners.com to learn even more. Okay, so we it's getting ready that we need to uh, rock and roll, just checking out what's going on in our chat room. Okay, as I said earlier, we have a special guest, and she's returning for a second visit. So let me just tell you a little bit about her before we bring her on. Dr. Heather Hardison is a clinical psychologist who has over 12 years uh, doing that. And she has an interest in merging tarot and oracle messages and psychological insights where she helps others heal through inspired and encouraging messages from the universe. Dr. Heather Hardison, she uses tarot and uh, oracle cards for um, emotional healing and personal group more than just for prediction Um, in her tarot practice she focuses on how to help you with your personal development how to manifest your goals you set and she delivers soul messages and offers intuitive guidance to help you plan your way through healing on all levels and today we're going to be talking also about her book series which is called the divining sisters series now her first book um, is the call of the cards and her second book just came out we divine three and her books are available on amazon barnes and noble apple books google play books kubu and more and um i'm just so happy uh to welcome Dr. Heather Hardison. Hi, Dr. Heather. Welcome. So we're so happy to have you here today. Hello. I'm so glad to be back. I'm glad to have you back. And I want to talk, you know, more about your books because, you know, what I love about them is they enlighten and educate us, but um, they empower us. As they entertain us, and um, for our listeners that are new, can you tell us a little bit about your book series and how you were inspired to write them?
1: Sure, um, I was inspired through my own spiritual awakening, and which was kicked off by finding tarot and feeling like the cards had called out to me, um, that they had messages for me that there was something that within the cards that would help unlock something within me so in my journey that started only five years ago i found the tarot exactly five years ago this week um so it's i call it my tarotversary and i found it at a time where uh, i was healing from pancreatitis so it was after a health crisis and i was trying to find a way to heal not just physically because I knew that the pancreatitis had been caused by other kind of stressful issues that had taken form and and manifested in bodily symptoms. And I knew that I needed to do kind of a total reset. And the cards came to me at a time that I basically opened myself up and said, okay, is there anything outside of medical interventions? Because I was already doing all of that and um, progressing very slowly. And I knew that there was something else out there that would help me heal I just kind i of could feel it and when the cards called out to me that i knew that that's what it was and when i answered the call of the cards uh, which is why i named that first book that it kicked off a whole spiritual awakening that is still ongoing and has put me on a new path uh, like you said i'm a clinical psychologist but in recent years i've been drawn more to use the tarot uh, as a tool to teach to empower and uh, only two years into my uh, study with the tarot, I felt called right at the beginning of the pandemic. Something just said, you need to start a podcast. And um, I just felt like I needed to chronicle my spiritual awakening and healing journey with the tarot for you know the world, just to kind of like invite people in and chronicle my awakening as it was happening, kind of in real time. And so I, I built this um, Healing Through Tarot podcast um, that has now become like a Healing Through Tarot brand because I have like spread books and things like that that I also use to teach and help with healing. And um, the podcast is going to turn three this summer. And um, so through the podcast, I'm learning more about healing as well as I'm teaching it. And it really helped me come into my own voice. Um, and that voice turned into a story. Um, so the podcast kind of helped me get to a point where I could put my story out into the world. And the books kind of came about because I was thinking about chronicling my journey through a nonfiction book. But it turned into this fictional world that is a magical, mystical story of these this group of women that reunite lifetime after lifetime and and kind of find their coven sisters in each lifetime to come together as a group to heal. And in past lives, they've been witches and they've been mystics and, and dividers together. And they've always been healers in every life. And they always find each other and help each other reconnect with their magic and with their gifts. And um, it's turned into a very empowering story that promotes healing and sisterhood and reconnection with yourself on a soul level um that will allow healing and once you allow that healing in your gifts kind of unfold and then that's how you use your you use your gifts to teach others the healing so this group of sisters throughout each lifetime they work on like reconnecting with the not just a coven but with themselves at the soul level um, so I think it's, uh, it's a fascinating look at a new genre, I kind of think, because it's, it doesn't really fit in any particular genre that already exists, because it's, it is an entertaining story, and it's kind of a magical story, but it's also teaching along the way, It's teaching the craft of divination, it's teaching energetic healing and past life connections, and it teaches a spiritual awakening healing journey um, step by step. So that's probably the biggest feedback I get from readers is that they love the in-depth descriptions of all of the energetic healings and cleansings and rituals and because there's moon rituals in there and um, there's all kinds of healing techniques that I use from not just my psychological background, but my work with an energetic healer who has become a main character in the story she's izzy in in the story and everything i've learned from her has gone into the book so it's also teaching how you can heal through these techniques Um, so i think it's kind of a neat way uh, i I kind of consider it a master class that's kind of hidden in a fictional world Um, and that seems to be how people are resonating with it um, that they're finding that it's uh, sparking a spiritual awakening, but also teaching them a step-by-step process of how to heal in the process.
0: Yeah, that's, you know, what I love about the books is, okay, it's an entertaining story. You know, you, you fall in mm-hmm. love with the characters, but it's like a, a layer cake. You know, it's layers of sacred knowledge that you may not know about. Mm-hmm. It, it you know, it explains what divination is. In fact, um, maybe um, maybe you can ex- – you know, divination is a word that's, you know, tossed around a lot. So maybe you might want to explain to our listeners just what divination
1: is because just the word itself is so powerful. Right. and um, And there's all kind of divination tools that you can use, but it's basically – tapping in uh, on a a different level to to divine, to um, work out messages from a number of places. You can look at, it it can be a spiritual place, like you can connect with your guides to hear messages. You can connect on a psychological basis where you're tapping into the subconscious mind to uh, kind of allow that logical, overactive part of the brain to kind of quiet down and let the subconscious mind reveal messages that you need to hear that have been, you know, under the surface. Um, so I, I think you can tap into the collective unconscious to receive messages that are basically considered ancient wisdom that has been passed down um, through the generations. Um, so Carl Jung talks about that, uh, the collective uh, unconscious that we all kind of carry and there's these symbols. That are, are are that are in the cards. So if you kind of tap in to do a tarot reading, and you're divining, you're you're allowing yourself to kind of open up and receive messages from a number of different places. But it, it can be from uh, even the akashic records. That's how we're looking into kind of the past, present, and future. So it's just to divine, to uh, tap into, intuit um, messages from a number of different places. And a, a lot of times it takes on a spiritual meaning, you know, um, people will will get messages from their higher self, which is the soul level, or from uh, your, your guides, if you're looking for guidance on your spiritual journey, that's how a lot of people get in, in involved in something like tarot or pendulums, is just to kind of ask a question about guidance, about my path, my life purpose, uh, and then we can kind of Intuit information about that. I'm on the right path. Are there things that I need to correct and kind of to be able to course correct to get on the right path? Um, so I, I find a lot of people come into uh, divination seeking answers, maybe in the bigger, pic, bigger picture kind of questions that we all have um, of, yeah. of why we're here and what, what is my purpose. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's, I. you know, the interesting thing is no matter... What question I I have found that people will ask in tarot, you know, they usually start off with something that is very mundane and every day. But I, you know, the underlying thing is always, you know, why am I here? What is my purpose, you know? (laughs) How did I wake up in this? (laughs) How did I wake up in this world? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's not too different from therapy, Um, A lot of people come in to therapy lost, uh, especially in a middle age. There's there's an underlying depression or anxiety, and they come in feeling disconnected from themselves. So um, therapy mirrors, you know, a lot of my my terror clients when they come in with the same questions, And a lot of times it's just at the root of that is the disconnect from yourself or at the soul level. You feel like you're lost because you're not on path. And a lot of people don't know what their purpose is. And, you know, once we've done some digging, either in therapy or through a a tarot reading, a lot of times it comes back to there was a lost dream. There was a dream they gave up on or were told, you know, this isn't realistic. Don't pursue this. And they went down another route. And, you know, by the time middle age hits, they kind of feel like there's something missing. There's something else I'm supposed to be doing, which is exactly what my character, uh, you know, goes through in the first a few chapters of of the book is there's feels like I'm supposed to be doing something else with my life here, but I'm not sure what it is. So there's that kind of knowing that I'm off path somehow. And, but where do I go? And that's why uh, a lot of people turn to something like divination uh, is to kind of just get the message. Okay. Where am I supposed to be going? Where should I plug in? Where should I put my energy and my focus? And therapy is so much like that. It's, it's reconnecting someone with their, with their dream, their passion. And a lot of times it'll be what, what they came into this life excited about. You look back at childhood, what were you passionate about? What did you spend your time doing? You know, what, what did you um, dream about, like they drew about in school doing? And it, it, a lot of times that our passion is linked to that. But we, when we grow up and graduate and go off to college, a lot of that doesn't look realistic so we go into another field. And we end up having to course correct in middle age because it doesn't feel right. Um, so I have a lot oh, yeah. of people come into um, therapy with the same questions that, that we have at Tarot reading. That's why I think I, I love that my podcast bridges psychology and Tarot because I, I, I find them so closely linked. Um, and that's why I present Tarot as a therapeutic tool that is a psychological analytical tool um, instead of just a, a predictive tool. I like to use it for self-analysis. And self-reflection to help us with personal growth. So I'm trying to use it in a in a more modern application, because you know back in the day it just seems like uh, people were coming in just to divine about the future, what what's coming.
0: Yeah. And
1: once once you get into divination, you realize well actually it's the present moment that's more important, because we can only affect the future, right, our future path in the present moment with the with the choices we make right now. We're creating the future right now, and so people kind of need to be kind of redirected a little bit to, well, we shouldn't focus so much on what might happen. We, we should come back to the present moment of what could we be doing now to attain the future goal that I want. So a lot of my work is bringing people back into the present moment to because we can only manifest in the moment we have right now. And manifestation is one of the, the most powerful tools that I think is underused right now because we're so future focused. or people are past focused that some people are stuck in the past and can't move on, which is also going to keep us kind of stagnant Um, because if we're focused on past trauma and past fears and and things that we can't move on from that, that's also um, keeping us stuck from, from manifesting for the future because we're looking backward instead of forward. So I feel like we're, we're one or the other, we're future focused or past focused when we all need to kind of be coming back to that mindful that mindfulness exercise of being in the moment of what can I do here now to correct, you know, my path.
0: Yeah. yeah. A lot of that comes through it's,
1: in the books as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, you've, you know, you're, you've, you've said so many powerful truths there. You know, everything from, you know, finding out what our dreams are, you know, and... Mm-hmm. You know how we wake up in you know middle age and you know start to wonder why while we're here and i i don't know whether you believe it but i i honestly think that the reason we get sick is because we've let go of some kind of dream that we that it's trying to wake us up you know it's The the mind and body and health and spiritual thing, you know, we tend to put them in three different compartments. And people think of dreams as being something that, you know, I'm talking about, you know, dreams of of what you want to manifest as, as somehow not being something that's important. You know, so many times I hear women say, oh, it's just a dream I had. You know, you know, I wanted to do this and, you know, no, it's not just a dream. You got to, you got to find out why that was a dream, you know, so, you know, so powerful,
1: you know. Our symptoms, um, we have to, we have to take the symptom and work backwards and find the root cause because it will manifest as either a psychological symptom or a physical symptom to get our attention, Just like pain, the only um, purpose of pain is to get our attention. And if we just treat the pain and we don't go back to find the root cause, we haven't heard heard the message from the pain because the pain is alerting us something is wrong you need to investigate. And a lot of times if you just take a pill and you try to calm down, like the, the migraine or the back pain, you're not finding out what the message was about. And so that happens with anxiety and depression quite a bit. And we've got to work backwards to find what is the root cause. Let's treat the root cause, and it will stop manifesting in these ways. And so that, that's my job as a psychologist is kind of to be a little investigator and to kind of work backwards to kind of figure out where all of this started. And a lot of the times it's going to start in childhood. It, it, it can go that far back. And so that's why it's hard for the client to see where, where it starts because it may have been 30 years ago but it's my job to kind of go in and kind of like follow the lead back to where it began. And it's something they've put out of their mind long time ago. And, and what I'm discovering on my spiritual awakening, my, my uh, own theories about psychology are even changing because I, I didn't really believe in reincarnation until my spiritual awakening. Now I'm realizing So many things are past life related. Of course, we're not connecting because we didn't. We don't really know. A a lot of us come in. We were veiled. We don't know our past lives. But it's it's manifesting from a place that's at an unconscious level because we don't have a memory from that. That's why working with you know someone that can kind of tap in and kind of can tap in for us. You know, if we're not able to read the akashic record like a like the energy healer that I work with she's able to pinpoint things for me that have come up from other lives and I would have had no clue about. And so I've worked that into the book. That's what the whole book is about, is, is reconnecting with past lives to, to understand the fears and phobias and things that are playing out in my main character's um, life at the current moment. And she's a psychologist and had no idea this was going on because she didn't realize that there were things that were carrying over from other lifetimes. So I'm starting to see that happen and play out with a lot of people that I'm working with, that that's just something that that our society hasn't even, it hasn't made it to mainstream yet. Uh, You're starting to see it. You're starting to hear more about it. But I think that's even going to blow the doors off of psychology uh, as more and more people start to kind of investigate, wait, could I have had a past life? Could this be past life related? Because a lot of the phobias that we're trying to treat in psychology seem to be stemmed from traumatic, uh, memories from another life that, that we can't access um, if we don't know to look there. So that's yeah. fascinating for yeah. me because I, I, it's only been five years since I've had that catalyst of my spiritual awakening. So I'm trying to go backwards and put everything together, which is why I wrote the series because this whole series is about figuring all of that out and how all past these past lives of my characters are all leading to the moment that they have in this present life that is going to kind of have a have a ripple effect on the world where they have a a mission and it's all, you look back and you see all of their lifetimes building up to this moment and that they've set these plans in place to kind of help bring about a mass awakening through teaching, you know, healing techniques and and teaching their craft of divination and all of that had been planned out lifetimes ago. So it's kind of a, um, it's a beautiful story how it unfolds that you kind of see how many lifetimes they've had this in the works. So I think that's really neat to go back and see all the connections that they've had and all the things that they've been through that have led them to this moment.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's also the main characters in the book are female and it's sisterhood. And I think a lot of people, particularly women forget the history of, women healers and mm-hmm. how we carry memories of how we were persecuted and repressed for, for you know, for being healers, you know, that it was mis- mm-hmm. misunderstood. You know, I love how you, you know, you incorporate uh, the history of, you know, what happened to women in both, you know, Europe, and in this country in Salem, Massachusetts, and you know, how brutal, you know, women healers were uh suppressed and, you know, persecuted for doing that. Good news is we shouldn't forget
1: <laughs> we're back again. Right. You know, that yeah. <laughs> and
0: and one of the reasons i down. think
1: that this book yeah the i felt called to write this book because i'm starting to see a lot of that bubble up within our society now um you know we have you know, women's rights being you know um taken away um in certain areas of the world and that wakes up that witch wound and uh yeah. triggers a lot of us for you know having freedom taken away and having restrictions put upon us. And um, it, it, this is a story that needs to be told now because the women in my book are going to reclaim their voices. They're going to rec- reclaim that power. And so by, by having this empowering story out there, I just want to encourage people to look at the witch wound, to look at because it, it can start as a blocked throat chakra. That's how I, I usually experience it because our voices were literally yeah. taken away. You know they would put a witch's bridle on a lot of these people if they if they jailed them that would hold the tongue and it's it's a contraption that goes on the head there's a metal contraption that holds the tongue um kind of looks like a night guard if you like you put it in your mouth like because it clamps down on the tongue and it goes in the mouth so that they couldn't you know put a spell or an enchantment on someone so they literally are their jaw is is almost like wired shut, so we lost our ability to speak um and that is manifesting now um, in society. We're trying to reclaim that voice. And a lot of us are feeling like in this life, maybe we're hiding in the shadows. We're playing small because my character, Alexandra, at the very beginning of book one, is she is really struggling with, with playing small. She wants to hide. She wants to be invisible because those past lives of being a witch or a healer just being a healer back in the day of, of giving someone a tonic or a tea to try to heal someone was seen as witchcraft. And would, they might have lost their lives over that of just trying to have a compassionate, a compassionate act against you know, for a neighbor and to help them um, when they were suffering. They could have lost their lives for. So if you reincarnate after a traumatic life that, fear is going to pop up and you're going to feel like, wow, I, sh- I should be invisible. I don't want to draw attention to myself. You know, I'll just work in the shadows and hope nobody notices me. And so a lot of women that I see now, we're, we're we're working in the shadows and hoping that, you know, we can kind of fly under the radar. And it's scary if we ever have to speak out or, you know, stand in, in, in the spotlight and have the attention on us because it's like, whoa. You know, back in the day, if attention's on you, your, your life's in danger. And so it, it, it's really hard to work through that, that witch wound there. It's just kind of like, am I am I in danger if I'm in the spotlight? Am I going to be okay? Is it okay if I talk yeah. about these, these intuitive gifts that I have? You know, because a lot of us are finding out, should, should I even mention that I have these intuitive gifts? Because that puts a target on your back. You know, at least mentally, you still think it might. And and in some parts of the world, that's, that is still going on. They have witch camps in... Africa that I just learned about um, last year where women are cast out of their villages for, you know, they're suspected of witchcraft and they have to be put in these witch camps with other women who have been deemed witches and they live there for the rest of their lives. And that is going on right now currently. Um, and, and that's in certain parts of Africa. So it's, it's not like this has been eradicated from the world. It's still going on in certain places. And we, we just, we, we've got to work on healing these wounds now so that, you know, wounded people wound others, uh, if you've ever heard that, that phrase. So if we yeah. work on healing ourselves and we work on healing that pain, we won't lash out at others. We won't you know wound anyone else because then we'll stop that cycle. And once we heal ourselves, we, we, we move forward. We were, no, we're no longer stuck in the past where we feel like we, we pass on that resentment to someone else. So um, if wounded people wound others, healed people heal others. So I'm trying to yeah. start that, that cycle of, of let's all collectively heal together because heal thyself, heal the world. And that's what we can yeah. do. That's how we can contribute. In this day and age is if we heal ourselves we are we are doing the world a good service
0: yeah well it's you know i never thought about that 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 someone who's many of the people you know who are lashing out at others are might be doing it because they were wounded that way and that's all they know Mm -hmm. you know it and it it becomes like a a cycle, you know, <laughs> they become the people that hurt them, and not realizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Wow.
1: Yes. <laughs> thank you. A lot of thank you for of people people that, that knowledge. Oh yeah, uh, I, I work a lot with domestic violence um, victims, and a lot of them come in having been in a relationship with a narcissist, and narcissists are born basically from a wound, usually a very early wound in childhood, and it's from usually an abusive parent, and we call it a narcissistic wound. So people think narcissists, you know, they don't feel or they love themselves unconditionally, and they don't, they, they, they hate themselves. There's a narcissistic wound that makes them feel unlovable, but they, they can't show that to the world So they project out this feeling of confidence and they come across as someone that that loves themselves and accepts themselves when in reality they do not. They actually hate themselves and they hurt other people around them. And that narcissistic wound is so protected by them, they can't let anyone trigger it or know about it, that it's very hard to treat narcissism because the only way to treat it would be to treat that wound. But it's the yeah. thing they protect the most. That's why they have a mask. They put a mask up so that you won't know what it is. And so a, and a lot of people come into therapy having been hurt by a narcissist. And there is that narcissistic wound, and it starts in childhood usually. And so that's why we, we really should pay attention to how we treat our children because that can, you know, really influence the rest of their lives and, and the lives of everyone that they encounter along the way. So that's what I mean by wounded people wound others. Um some of the most vicious people out there that are inflicting that kind of pain, it comes from a painful area in their life, but they would never tell you about it because they don't want you to know about it. But that's how it starts. That's how the cycle starts. There's still and that that What child, can we do? There is the a narcissist. How do, you know, well, Is there any way that you, uh we can you know how do we deal with those people <laughs> yeah the the only way they would have to seek treatment themselves because you can't change someone that, that doesn't want to yeah. change uh the The advice I give people is that you you have to you have to get out of the relationship you 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 need to protect yourself first because a lot of people stay with a narcissist thinking I, well I'm here to to save them, and they will take you down with them, so you really need to protect yourself in that situation and because it can it can turn deadly unfortunately um, if you don't if you don't leave and so you really can't put yourself in a position of trying to save a narcissist A professional has to do that but unfortunately they they won't seek help themselves so that's why it's so difficult Um, it's one of the personality disorders that it's the hardest to treat because they have to be willing to be vulnerable in therapy and it's a long treatment for them, and they have to be willing to open up that wound and go in to heal it, and most of them won't. I mean, they, they will guard it with their life. Um, but it, it's it's such a hard thing to treat. Um, but you, you can't feel like you have to save them because that that's usually, you know, it's a dead-end road, really. Um, so you can, what you can do is try to convince them to seek help themselves. But that's the only thing that you can do. Right, a lot of and people just say that different. they can't be treated. Yeah, that they can't be treated yeah. at all. But a very small percentage can. But it, it's usually because they've hit rock bottom. You know, it's either that or jail. Usually, is is, is the the way that they enter therapy, court ordered, a lot of the time. Um, but it's 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 one of the the personality disorders that a lot of psychologists won't treat because it's so difficult, and even in a therapeutic relationship with a narcissist they will go toe-to-toe with a therapist they will try to dominate the therapy sessions and they will try to play mind games and manipulate and gaslight so it doesn't stop with the relationship it enters into the therapeutic relationship um, so even in a professional um, office it really needs to be with someone who is a narcissistic expert that that's what they treat exclusively uh, because yeah. you have to really be able to get into the mind of, of a narcissist. Yeah. It's really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: you know, it's uh incredibly uh you know, it's you know, a bad thing for to endure. And I it's interesting to hear that they're also in pain too, but you just have to like not tune into them you know and uh know know what's going on now i know that you do a wonderful podcast so uh can you tell us a little bit about as a what your podcast is um i you know from one podcaster to another you're one of the i love yours but tell us a little more about that so that people can you know make it available
1: Sure. Um, It's called um, Healing Through Tarot. And um, I basically, I come at it um, with my psychological background and I present the tarot as a therapeutic tool that can be used for healing and self-growth and personal development. Um, And so I do a deep dive into things like shadow work and healing with the archetypes in in the tarot. And um, I try to... uh, look at how we can heal through the cards by learning the lessons that the cards have to uh, give us, uh, learning the wisdom through the cards and how to apply that in a, on our healing journey. And I like to show how we can embody the energies in, in the tarot um, to help with healing certain wounds. So I'm bridging the wisdom of the tarot with my psychological background. And I, I like to show that anybody can read the cards. Because, you know, a lot of people come into this thinking, well, do you have to have any psychic abilities to be able to read the cards? And absolutely any person has the ability to pick up a tarot deck, learn the tarot system, and read for themselves. So I I start from the very beginning with the basics. If you start, like, at the beginning of my podcast, the very first episode, I I, I break down the myths of of tarot uh, because part of my purpose with the podcast is to demystify tarot and to make it more accessible to everyone and to use it as a tool, like we talked about in the present moment, to learn how to manifest with it. I don't focus so much on prediction. um, And even if I do talk about prediction, we're looking at like the week ahead or the month ahead. I try to keep you more in the moment, more of like a healing tool to kind of use to see what what kind of – Inner child healing. Do I need to work on now? What what kind of wound healing or family healing uh, do I need to work on with relationships in my life to be able to become whole again? Because a lot of us um, we walk around with these wounds, which means we're we're vulnerable and we're suffering. And I the the tarot I believe is such a healing tool that we can become our whole, authentic, true selves again, which will lead to a happier, healthy, more aligned way of living. And so that's kind of what I'm I'm teaching you how to use the tarot in that way.
0: And uh, you wanna give out your website so everyone knows uh, uh, where they can find you on the the web and I know all the information is there. Yeah, you wanna give that out again? Uh
1: Yes, it's HealingThroughTarot.com, and I spell through, T-H-R-U, and so I'm Healing Through Tarot on all my um, social media accounts as well, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and on my site, um, you'll be able to find, I have a tarot blog, I have links to the tarot podcast, all of my tarot spread e-books are there, Um, so if you wanted to buy any of the the spread e-books that I've made, I've got uh, got four spread e-books that are based on healing and shadow work. So I've broken them down by themes. So if you were just interested in the healing spreads, I've got volume one and volume two of those because there were so many to write up, but there's 15 custom spreads in each of those. And if you're suffering from something like depression or anxiety or or wanting to find ways to manage your stress or have some self-care spreads, I've created custom spreads for, for everybody to be able to use to kind of deepen their tarot practice. One of the things, when I first uh, got into tarot, uh, a lot of people that were following me asked about, you know, I've learned the card meanings, but I don't know where to find spreads or I don't know how to create my own spreads to be able to use the cards. So I've decided to make these spread ebooks to be able to give you the tools to kind of look at some of these areas of healing. Um, and so I kind of provide that for you to be able to do a deep dive um, into some of these psychological issues to kind of help you get the most out of your terror practice. Once you learn the card meanings and the terror system, I want, I want you to be able to apply it um, and be able to get the most out of your healing journey.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
1: And when is your next book coming out? Yes, I'm I'm working on that right now, Um, came out at the end of February, and book three, it's looking like probably autumn 2023, so probably in the next five to six months, um, we'll have book three, I'm working on formatting it right now, so it's uh, about 99% done, Uh, and then I'm I'm hoping to finish up the series maybe in book four, we're going to see if I can wrap it up by then, but that would give me a four book series in the present time of this present life that they have. And then once I finish that main part of the series, I want to go back and do a few prequels and dive into some of their previous lifetimes where they were witches so we can kind of see some of the things that were happening in the lifetimes before this one um, and give you more of a complete picture of what those lives looked like, because I find them so intriguing. And those are my favorite parts of the story to write that I want to learn more about their, their past lives and those characters. So I want to make each of those prequels a standalone so that someone could pick up just even one of those books and get one of their complete stories in that in that one lifetime. So that like, if, if people feel like they can't pick up a series and commit to a series, I want them to at least be able to pick up one of the standalones and kind of get the basic message that I'm trying to get out about healing and empowerment. So I'm excited to kind of have those prequels that people maybe can, that haven't been able to get into the series, that they can also get to learn the characters.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh, my. So just you know, to our listeners, um, you can see why I wanted to bring Dr. He- Heather Hardison back here so that uh, you—I mean, you were just such a wealth of knowledge, and uh, and you do the good work, and you. I love that very much. You know, love you so much for what you do, and you know, you. you're a treasure. <laughs>
1: Oh. <laughs> Thank you for all your support. I really appreciate it. You've embraced the, the book series, and that that's such a blessing to me. Well, maybe we knew each other in another lifetime. Who knows? <laughs> I'm, I'm finding that. I'm finding that everyone I, I meet, if there's some sort of connection in the past, it's, it's funny how life works that way. Yeah. We find each other, yeah. you know, the universe puts us all on that path so that we can find each other and work our way back to each other. So that, that's the the best part of the story for me is, is finding out how everybody's connected. Because um, you start to see it in your own life. You kind of see, oh, you know, this person, we must have, you know, we must have made a vow lifetimes ago to find each other and, you know, and do this for each other, kind of like support each other along the way or help them awaken in this life or help them heal. So we we, we tend to make those kind of, you know, vows before we come into a life as part of our contract, that we're going to be here and help somebody learn a particular lesson or just – be their cheerleader and support them through um, whatever they're going through. Um, yep. I, I find that those are beautiful connections and I love when they happen. Well, I'm glad,
0: I'm glad that I connected with you. And I'm glad I connected you with our listeners. And I, we got to have you back again. <laughs> what can Thank I say? You. And I, I, I look forward to all that you're doing because you're doing the good work. Thank you so Thank much, you so Heather.
1: Much. Thank you.
0: Love you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> love ya. Okay, folks. Oh, my goodness. The time is flying by like crazy. Oh, wasn't Dr. Heather Harveston wonderful? Um, I was glad that uh, we could meet up again. But I need to let you know what's going on here on the Psychic Talk Radio Network and what are the different shows that are coming up, Uh, not only on the Psychic Talk Radio Network, but also on our video live stream that's on YouTube. So uh, tomorrow, Monday, March 27th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, I need to let you know about Tarot Today Live with hosts Mary Brown and Dax Carlisle. So uh, that one, you, uh, that's, that's actually, you can actually see them. That's a video live stream on YouTube, and they also do readings together. And then they'll be back again on Saturday, April 1st. Can you believe it? It's April 1st is coming up next week oh my goodness so they'll be back again same time 11 a.m pacific 2 p.m eastern and the name of that show is it's a live stream on youtube and it's called tarot today live with hosts mary brown and dax carlisle and next sunday I'm on, like, alternating Sundays, So I alternate with Maria Moss, T Moss, and she'll be on next Sunday, April 2nd, also in the same time slot. Right now, all of our shows seem to be happening at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And um, the name of her program is the uh, Angelic View. And she, um, she has open lines and many readings and guidance. And need to let you know when I'll be back. I'll be back on Sunday, April 9th, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, or whatever that translates in the time by you. And remember, for any of these things, if you can't make it live, it all gets recorded in the archives, so you can go back and listen to it again or listen to it if you weren't able to make it. And my returning, I have another returning guest uh, I'm going to have on, Sheila L height and um, she's a tarot master and an instructor but the cool thing that Sheila does that we're going to be talking more about because we didn't get to talk about it last time is Sheila leads um, sacred odysseys where uh, she takes people to the most magnificent spiritual places on our planet and just want to talk to her more about that because you know even if you can't make it on those tours you want to hear about them and learn more about them. So that will be what I'll be doing uh on uh when I come back again on Sunday, April uh 9th. Now, we got to grab some calls. I see a lot of people have been waiting uh for me to take their calls and just want to remind you, I see there are a few people in there who didn't Uh, press the number one on their keypad, That it's okay for me to take their call, so if for some reason you're in there and just listening, that's fine. That's okay. You can just listen. But if you do want me to uh, try to take your calls, please press the number one on your keypad, because I don't want to put you on the air if you don't want to be on the air. That's, that's, That's cool. Okay, so Okay, folks, what I'm going to do is the first call that has been waiting. They were waiting before I logged into the studio. Uh, They're in uh, area code 256. What is your name and where are you calling from? My name
1: is Kimberly, and I am calling from Georgia.
0: Hey, Kimberly. I know that voice. Kimberly, (laughs) Uh, I hope you're enjoying our show today. Yeah. Heather is just wonderful. And, uh, you know, she brings a lot of, you know, we talk about on the show about how to bring magic and love into our lives. So how can I help you today? I have my my cards all spread out. I can pull a couple cards for you. Okay. Well, I am um,
1: ready to be in a romantic relationship. So, I was just okay. Wanted some guidance for that.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let me shuffle the cards and see okay. what what the cards are saying about that. Okay. Okay. Well, here's what I am getting. And let me just pull a uh, oracle card. Okay, how much do you love yourself? It keeps coming up. Love yourself like the best lover you have ever yes. had. <laughs> good, good, good. Yes, because you know. Yes, yes. So um, I, I I do see something coming. Okay, you know you've been working on this for a while and. Uh, keep working on it, and uh, I do see something coming, but here's the message that I'm getting, okay? And it's, let me just see if I can, how I can put this into words. Okay, you have to let, there's something that that Kimberly has to let go of, okay? A challenge, okay? And there's just, the the whole thing that's holding you back is there's some, you know, we were talking about wounds and hurts. There's some kind of wound you've got to let go of. And um, once you do that, once you, like, you know, kick that out of your life, okay, this is going to lead you uh, to a situation where you have a more joyful life, okay? So it's saying that the, the one thing that you have to do and it's coming is there's just something you've got to let go of. Is that making sense? Because it's making sense to me. You know, you know something in your, something in your in your thinking. I call it sinking thinking, is holding you back. Okay, and once you let that go, boom, you'll have so many lovers coming into your life that you're gonna go. oh, uh, I don't need another lover. <laughs> They're everywhere. Yeah, Kimberly, there. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm here. I was just listening because you asked me a question and I was going to answer it. But I let yeah. something go um about two months ago, and, you know, I'm healing from it, so I don't know anything about that because I, I feel lighter. I don't feel alone yeah. anymore. I gave the person, so.
0: Yeah, but, you know, definitely uh, what I'm getting is you need to go within Maybe even, I mean, I find journaling to be, you know, and it doesn't have to be that fancy journal. I just my journal looks like a scribbling. I scribble and draw in my journal, and that's okay because it's my journal. But yeah, it's just saying, you know, I'm getting that you need to go within, and you know, take time to be quiet and reflect on the desires of your heart. So. Reflect on the kind of relationship that, that uh, you want and actually you take action on that by, you know, if you want some flowers, you buy yourself some flowers. If you want to go out to dinner, you take yourself out to dinner. But what it is, it's setting up a blueprint within the universe to uh, bring those things to you. And, uh, okay. yep, I see that. I do see that. I hope that helped, Kimberly. Did that help? And I'm just yes. going to put you back so you can listen some more. Because sometimes when I'm doing a another person, there's an answer that comes to to the previous call. So I'm going to put you into the listening. Okay, I am going to um, watching the time. I'm going to go to area code. Four one five. What is your name and where are you calling from?
1: Hi, Hi this is Anne. In New Mexico. Hi. Anne.
0: Hi. Hi, Anne. How you doing?
1: Pretty good. The last um, two months were pretty crazy, and a lot of unexpected things happened. And you know, nothing, nothing horrible. But you know, a lot of things like, oh my gosh, I uh, had to deal with. And so, is, have, is that cycle over? Is the, Will April be some smoother sailing? Okay.
0: Well, I mean, right away I'm getting that that's in the past. Don't let your past uh-huh. does not create the future, okay? And your future can be whatever you want it to be. You know, remember we were talking earlier about that? And, yeah, but that's um, what I
1: thought two months
0: ago. Okay, you know I mean? but gotta keep on yeah, you gotta keep on believing, okay? Okay, this is what the, the cards are saying, okay? What I'm getting that's coming through for you um is um okay. The challenge that you're in right now, um, it's pushing you to be uh-huh. More, more assertive and self-confident and it's pushing you to okay. stand up for yourself. You got to stand up for yeah. yourself and you got to defend your position um, and you somehow I'm seeing that there's people or things that are bringing drama into your life and it's not good for you. You have the right to excuse yourself from that. You have the right to put up uh, boundaries. Okay. And You know that's because i like to give you know advice um and once you do that i mean you'll be you know you're definitely going to be able to to manifest what you want but um like our previous caller there's 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 some boundaries that you have to set up and some things you got to let go okay and that's going to push you forward to your you know your dreams that you're going in the right direction And what I do see, pull the most wonderful card in the deck, I think, uh, which is the star card, and that's about hope. It's about, you know, a wonderful time is coming into your life. Just know that. And, you know, these difficulties do fade away, okay, but focus on, don't focus on what's past and didn't work. And it's saying, you know, the the star card is all about there's a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? Okay. And something, uh, you know, you start making long-term plans for this uh, joyful future. Okay, it's gonna, it's gonna work out. But set some boundaries. Okay, you know. Yeah, that's, I know
1: that's what already happened. Yeah, that's that's already what happened the past month.
0: Yeah. Well, you did the right thing. There might be there might be something else that you need to let go of. Uh, maybe some negative stinking thinking. You know, it's a stinking thinking that, 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 that does us does in, you know. And, you know, embrace who you are. Don't be, try to be, you know, your image of what you want for the future is what you want, not what someone else says that you need. And oh, yeah. that's I'm, what I would focus on. That's what i focus on, and boom, it's going to pull you right through. I hope that helps. Thank you. My pleasure. Love you very much. Okay, Um, let me see whose hand is up. Um, Okay, I'm going to quickly take this one. Uh, Area code eight zero one. I know who this is, but um, you always have such good good input. Are you enjoying our show, Charlotte? I am I, loving the show today. Heather is awesome. I love her. I knew her. you'd like her. I, I knew. I, I, yeah, I do. I found yep. everything she had to say so fascinating. And especially touching on the, you know, the narcissist. I'm just like, yep. yeah, so fascinating. Yep. As usual, you've come up with a... A great guest to add to your already great show. and Thank you. So, thank you. I'm like, yay, my son. I was so disappointed because I was a little bit late.
1: Well, well you, to, can
0: always, you can always listen and, to the replay. Well, you can always yeah, listen I, to the replay. Yeah. When you have <laughs> animals, sometimes your time is not always your own. So that's what I was doing. Well, was that's okay. Animals animal era, Well that's okay expect. yeah
1: well you're here yeah. now
0: that's all that counts that's all that counts um i pulled a card for you okay and the card okay. is my, oh my goodness um and it's telling you basically you've accomplished a great deal in your life okay and honey you have a lot to be proud of okay and what it's telling you is just look at what you've accomplished in your life and who you are and what you can bring through in the in the present you got to get clear you know it's like what we were talking about earlier everyone has a divine life purpose and uh you know also this whole thing don't be distracted by conventional thinking you know a lot of our thinking thinking is other people's thinking, okay, who you are and what you're going to come is what 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 Charlotte is, not what someone told you to be, and that's what it's right. saying uh don't be distracted by conventional thinking. be the real you, okay, don't make excuses, okay, you're a little late don't, that's, you don't' have to be you don't have to be excuse that you know you are here, and you're you know be the real you, you know you are an awesome lady, Charlotte. So don't uh-huh. forget it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so incredibly nice. Why well, it's that you. nice? It's true. It's the well, truth, honey. It's the truth. It's the truth. It really is. Love you so much. It's always so great when you call in, and you know um, you're an awesome lady. Oh my goodness! I oh. gotta watch the time. We're running out of tape. Love you so much, Charlotte. I'm going to put you well, back in, you. and i gotta, I got to land this uh, spaceship I'm on. <laughs> okay, everyone, i got to let you know that, you know, it's so, I enjoyed so much being here with you today, and hey, everyone, I'm, think of me as your magic mama, okay, I'm Sharona, your magic mama, and um, I always like to leave you with something to think about for the week, and You know, I always say, I always end up with this and always comes back to this, your words are magic. And especially the two words, I am, okay? And because whatever you put after that kind of happens. Watch it. You'll see that it is. And then the other two magical words are thank you, because throughout the day, um, You want to keep saying thank you, even if it looks kind of, you know, murky or whatever. Say thank you. Hey, what's happening? Because you see, a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. And just, you know, say thank you, thank you, thank you. And, hey, I want to thank today's special guest, Dr. Heather Hardison. And I want to thank each one of you, my listeners. You know, my dear friends, we are all a magical community. And I want to thank you for joining me here today. And I want to leave you with this. And that is know that if no one told you this today, know that you are loved just the way you are. Okay, just the way you are. Uh, And the whole world, this whole world, this whole group of souls but not the same without each one of you you realize that you were perfect and you were absolutely essential the way that you are so as I always say shine your light okay but don't forget if you can't talk to me you can talk to the divine great universe you know you can get out your tarot cards or just start talking and You know, as I always say, my favorite card is the fool card, okay? Because the fool card, he's got that little white dog with him. There's something always barking at his feet. If only the fool would listen. You're not completely alone. No, you're not. You have your intuition, which is your connection to the voice of the divine. And that little white dog represents your intuition. And let your intuition, let talking to that become your best friend. And know that the universe has your back. So I'm inviting you to keep your energy and your vibrations high and always step into your power and awaken your true magic. So until we meet again, which will be on Sunday, April 9th, I'm wishing every one of you you know, countless blessings, high vibration, and dear friends, I love you all. I love you, Dr. Heather Hardison. Thanks for joining me today, and thank you, everyone. Bye, everyone. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.